Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, your host. Today, my guest is Dr. Kelly Henry. He's a chiropractor who grew his clinics in one of the top producing chiropractic offices in the nation. Dr. Kelly is also the author of Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service. And today, we're going to discuss how great customer service can help grow our businesses. In today's episode, we will be covering the following key takeaways. Number one, if we can increase our customer retention by only 5%, it can likely lead to an increase of 25 to 95% of profit. Number two, the key component of customer retention is creating an excellent customer experience. Number three, studies have shown that businesses often rate their customer service much higher than their customers rate it. Number four, to create a great customer service experience, we should fix our internal company culture and be consistent. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Henry. Thank you, Nathan. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Hey, can you start off by sharing with us something that you are super passionate about? Well, you kind of described what I'm super super passionate about. Uh, I'm passionate about helping uh, other businesses, other business owners learn how to increase their profits, increase their growth, um, really to, to move their businesses into a place that uh, creates uh, a lifestyle that uh, these business owners really want, deserve, and uh, have really uh, strived to get to. So that's my passion at this point. Can you share with us one of the greatest home runs or success stories that you've had so far in your career related to, to this passion of yours? Well, I'm going to give you two. One is, you know, I don't want to brag, but my own success story. I My first business failed and I was able to, uh, through coaching and learning and putting my system together, I was able to achieve, you know, the seven figure mark. So I, you know, I'm obviously pleased and proud of that. Through my clients, I've had clients double, triple um, their businesses uh, through the years using my strategies and, and systems. So that's always that's always great to see. Um, I always like to step back though. And it's, it's not because of what I've done. It's not what, cause I, what I taught them. It's not because I'm some kind of special guru or special talents or have special knowledge. You know, they did the work, they put in the effort. I've learned from those that uh, have gone before me that knew how to do things and whatnot. So I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of part of the conduit that uh, of, of information that, that helps these businesses grow. I'm just excited to be at least part of that to, to help these business owners, uh, again, achieve that, that level of success that they really uh, have wanted and, and uh, have strived for. I love it. So you talk about this system that you've developed, that you learned through losing your business and, and learning from these coaches. Uh, can you talk us through on a high level, what is that system that you've developed? Absolutely. I call it the the 5% bump system. And the reason we call it the 5% bump or the 5% increase system is there's a a study that Harvard Harvard Business Review did. What they found out is if you increase your business retention, so if you increase your retention rate of your customers by 5%, it leads to an increase or it can lead to an increase of 25 to 95% increase in profits. And so that's the whole focus of my system. It is to increase customer retention, reduce customer churn, the lifetime value of a customer. That's what we're focused on and dialed into. It's important to acquire a new customer or a new business, but it's much more valuable to create a 
scenario where those customers are staying with you and staying loyal to your brand and continue to shop from you, buy from you, and those type of things. So that's what we ultimately want to do. The key component to that is creating a excellent customer experience and having better customer service and really maximizing that. And you do that by making your customers, your patients, your clients feel important, valuable, special when they are interacting with your business each and every time that they have that, that interaction with you. What's the biggest mistake or failure that you've had related to customer experience, customer service, um, and what'd you learn from it? Well, oddly enough, it wasn't so much from the directly interacting with the customers. It was how I was treating my, my staff. And I went through a season in my chiropractic business, my chiropractic offices, where it's not that I treated my staff poorly, but I, for some reason, got the mentality that they were a liability. They were there only to collect a paycheck, to do the least amount of work possible. And my job was to so, so much crack the whip and, and stay on top of all of that and correct every little mistake. And all that did is create a situation where they were not happy with me. I wasn't happy with them. And when that's happening within the internal uh, culture of a business, it's difficult to make the customers happy. And one of my coaches called me on it and said, Hey, you're doing that's completely wrong. You need to change your attitude and look at your employees as assets. Look at the 90 to 95% of the good things that they're doing, comment on that, reinforce that, correct when needed, but look at them as an asset and, and treat them better and change that culture around. And when I did that, that was a complete game changer and how, how my employees were interacting with my patients and wanting to treat them well and making that my business that much better because it started with how I was treating my, my employees. So basically it boils down to happy, Happy employee equals happy customer. So this is a show about digital monetization. Can you share with us your best monetization secret or strategy? Well, we've already described a little bit of it. Um, you know, you when you create a happy customer, you create a loyal customer. A loyal customer continues to buy from a business, but a loyal customer, a happy customer and when that's done consistently is going to refer friends, family, colleagues, and those around them, which also become loyal customers. And so that is my secret. It's that focus on the retention and it's focused on treating those customers in a valuable manner to create that loyalty, create those relationships where you, uh, the customer would rather die than leave your business. Um, and that again leads to referrals, it leads to growth, and it leads to massive profits when done properly. Can you think of a company that's done a really good job of that, that's built extreme loyalty for you towards their business? Well, Amazon, I mean, just to be honest with you, it's it's it started off and it, it continues to be, but the premise was, and you can read the quotes by Jeff Bezos, that his focus was on making the customer's feel valuable, but making it an easy experience for them to do business with Amazon. And we all know how easy it is to, to do. A couple other businesses come to mind is where I live in, in Texas, we have a company and I think it's they're throughout most of the United States, but Chick-fil-A, 
you know, Chick-fil-A doesn't necessarily have the greatest food. Their chicken sandwiches and stuff are pretty decent, but uh, they have a culture. They have a system that uh, they teach, you know, 16, 17, eight year old, 18 year olds how to uh, treat their customers right um, and say my pleasure at every interaction they have with those customers and keeps customers coming back no more. And they're very efficient in, in getting your food and taking care of uh, taking care of your orders and those type of things too. And that's certainly a big component of it. But uh, those two businesses, uh, they know what they're doing as far as the, the customer service aspects of their business. Uh, I think it was last Thursday night, we were dropping my daughter, off, my second daughter off to start her freshman year of college. And I was with my wife in the car one evening and she wanted Chick-fil-A. And so we drove to Chick-fil-A and the line was so long, just this huge line of cars, which is pretty normal for Chick-fil-A. And so we ended up going to a different restaurant, but they do, they do such a good job that they just have this cult following of, of people that are willing to wait in those kinds of lines. They really do. And again, I'm, I'm convinced that it's not because of their food. Their food's okay. I mean, it's decent food. It's, you know, uh, on, especially on the side of a, a fast food restaurant, but it's really that culture. It's the feeling you get by uh, doing, doing business with them. That really keeps those uh, customers come back for more. Yeah. I like how you, you brought that up, the feeling of doing business with you, right? They create that experience. That's what Disney does so great about is, is creating that experience. You're not just going to an amusement park and going on a ride, but you're, you're experiencing Star Wars or you're experiencing, you know, some memory creating moment with the people that you love. Exactly. And, and that's that's well, that's a business I should have brought up. So I thought I'm glad you brought Disney up because they, you know, there's a reason why Disney World, Disneyland is called the most uh, or the happiest places on earth. So because uh, Disney does uh, every aspect of the experience right. I mean, it's every detail is pointed towards making the experience 100 uh, percent for the customer for their clients. So. What do you believe is the the biggest tectonic shift that is transforming the business landscape today? Well, a couple come to mind. One is just this, you know, starting with the, the start of the pandemic last year, you know, roughly February, March of 2020, when businesses, and it seemed like every business had to go have go online or have an online aspect of ordering or somehow doing business with them. And they may have had that, but then it just got polarized, uh, polarized and businesses just really had to shift into that mode. Um, you know, and there was a lot of businesses that already have done that and not seen the, you know, the didn't have foresight into the pandemic, but they'd already had it, had it in place. And so they obviously prospered immediately. And then there was those others that had to, you know, get up to speed with that. And so that's a big aspect. Um, what I, what I see with the online that, you know, and it goes along the lines of what I teach and what I coach and what I consult with is, you know, there's certain aspects of being online and providing great customer service that still is missed. You know, they're, um, the, the lines of communication are slow at times. Uh, you're having to work through several different lines of communication. Um, 
things don't transpire. You know, there's several different aspects. Um, or if somebody wants to talk to a real life person, there's not that aspect of things. So there's some things in the customer service realm with moving onto the online space and and being more automated that way that hasn't transitioned with the customer service side of things. So um, I don't necessarily work with online businesses, but most of the businesses I work with do have an online presence. So we touch on that area to make sure that's um, that they are taking care of the potential problems um, and the areas that they may not be aware of that are causing issues and, and maybe steering their customers in a different direction because of the poor performance there. What are the biggest sources of the customer service problems that businesses are dealing with today? Well, the one I see most, and it's it's not from the customer side of thing, it's from the business side of thing that they already think they have great customer service. Um, and most businesses have an aspect of customer service that they have a piece of this and a piece of this that they're doing that they loosely associate to a you know, the greater good that, yeah, we we're fine. We, we don't need help with that. But statistically, you know, there, there's study after study that shows that what a business says or thinks in, in regard to their customer service, generally, you know, about 80% of businesses say they have great customer service, but when the same, the customers of those businesses are surveyed, only around 8% of those of customers say those businesses provide How stellar or good customer service. So that's a huge gap. So for me and my clients is just to help them understand that there's probably some giant holes that they, it's not that they're not looking at them. It's just that they have blinders on, with the idea that we're fine in that area. So they're just not seeing what's going on where they're, uh, they're losing, losing the customers through these giant gaps and holes. So um, helping them understand that and then getting things shored up and, and uh, helping them again, retain customers. That's the key component, retain those customers, keep them coming back. And then boom, all of a sudden we're, uh, we're growing and profiting like we never had before. I like that focus on how great customer service can improve our retention and retention improves our bottom line. So it turns customer service. I think a lot of times the reason why CEOs don't focus more on customer service is they see it as a cost center instead of a revenue center. But if we focus on great customer service and we improve our retention and can increase our profitability by 25 to 95%, as you cited in that Harvard study, then maybe if we focused on it that way, it would help us to see customer service as a revenue center, not a cost center. Exactly. And, and to be honest with you, that's why I, I market my services as helping with growth and profits through customer retention. I don't necessarily lead with customer customer experience, customer service, because like you said, all businesses think, oh, that's a great idea. That's fine. That's super. We don't need that. Or that's just another expense we have to worry about. It's They don't look at it as an investment. But if they can see where customer retention is, yeah, that, that would be important to help uh, bolster and, and grow the business. Um, then I can come in with the mechanism. Okay. Here's where we need to, here's where we need to work to actually do that. Okay. So the first issue that you brought up is businesses accepting the reality that they might have opportunity for improvement in their customer service. <laughs> Might, Mike's the operative word there. <laughs> so once a, a business gets over that hill, and and they've acknowledged that they have room for improvement. Um, well, how, let's actually go back. How does a company get over that hill? How do you help convince 
a business that there really is a problem there that they need to address with their customer service? Uh, we look at their customer retention rates. Um, and then if they've done any kind of uh, surveying, repeat business, surveying of their customers, surveying of their employees, generally get a good feel. I can ask generally just a few questions too um, on the customer service. How much, you know, how often do you train? Um, what does your training look like? How much training do your new employees get? Those type of things. And generally it, you know, it opens things up to think for them to understand that, okay, we're not doing quite a much and we're not quite as good in the customer experience, customer service type of things. So um, that's, that opens the door right there. Yeah. In my experience, it seems like the data is the best convincer in that process, right? When you, when you have a, a specific number of people that are not happy with our customer service, um, seems like that's the best way to get people to put more resources towards it. Okay. Um, so once I'm over that hill and I realize I have a need to improve my customer service, um, what are, what have you found are the most common problems with customer service that, that people need to look at and how do companies best find those biggest problems that they need to address first? Well, we already talked about one is, is just that internal culture. Um, that is huge. That's gotta be, when I work with a client, that's the, that's the first thing we're going to, to look at, um, and make sure is shored up. And that culture is one of a team atmosphere of the employees feeling valuable. So they in turn can make the customers feel valuable. So we look at that and make sure that is good. Another huge issue, if you will, even if I, you know, work with a customer, we get the philosophy and the culture right and get the actions, it's the consistency. Um, and that, that, that's just a killer for customer service, moving into retention and all that. If the consistency, if there's inconsistency in providing that. Um, and, you know, we've all had the experience of going to different businesses where one time it was just phenomenal. You felt like, you know, king of the world when you're into that business. And the next time you go in and you feel like they could absolutely care less and would rather you not be there at that particular moment. Well, our human nature is to look at the negative. Um, and to see, and only to remember that. We don't remember when they made us feel like king. They remember, we remember where they, when they made us feel like an idiot um, and didn't want us there. Um, so when we have those two polar opposites going on in a, in a business as far as customer service, that's an absolute killer. So it's, it's to make sure that we minimize, well, we make sure that is just unbelievably consistent. There's gonna be mess ups, there's gonna be problems on occasion, uh, but we want to minimize those as much as possible and really just stay committed to the, the process and to all the actions on an everyday basis. So once they've identified some of the problems that they have, uh, what is your system for fixing those and fixing them on a recurring basis going forward, improving customer service on a recurring basis? Well, let me give you kind of the 10,000 bit foot view of my, my system. So, and I, I mentioned just a little bit of it a moment ago, but first thing I'm going to go in and we're going to, we're going to, you know, basically do a SWOT analysis. So uh, identify the strength and the weaknesses and the problems and the opportunities and threats, those type of things. So understand the uniqueness of the business, where they're strong, where they're weak in different areas. Um, then we want to lay the foundation of philosophy um, and just, really understand the concept of what we're trying to do with the customer service. So we want to lay all that down, get the culture right, 
Um, once the culture's right, then we can start adding in all of the actions, the everyday actions, if you will. Now, my philosophy and the way I coach and my consulting is it's the simple actions done consistently, consistently. So these aren't difficult actions. These are just things that need to be trained and understood and then done on an everyday basis. Once we've done that, then we go back and we can refine certain areas more specific to the different business. And again, that unique, unique business, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter if it's in the same industry. Um, every business is unique. So we're going to work with that. And then what we found out, um, and this, this is from my own experience as I had coaches and working in my chiropractic clinic is it's not, I, I don't need to be instructed so much after everything is put into place. I need to be reminded. <laughs> so it's just going back and going through a checklist, if you will, and say, okay, are we still good here? Are we still doing this? Are we still doing this? Where, where is this? And just be a reminder on a monthly or bi-monthly or every six months type situation to make sure we're still on, on task and on point uh, with everything that's been put into place. To learn more about or connect with Dr. Kelly, you can find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or his book. And there's links to each of those sites in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. You can also get a free ebook that I wrote about passion marketing and learn how to become a top priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. Or you can subscribe to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and I wish you success as you implement stronger customer service in your business. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.